Welcome to Tone Deaf. This is your host, Tamber. And Ryan. And today we have a guest here. Yeah, and I'm Frankie. And you are the admin for Implying Music is Good? Yep, I'm the admin. I've been the admin for a little over a year now. Yeah, like I, I also admin a couple of groups on Facebook, but mostly Implying Music is Good. Yeah. You're also semi-active in Implying We Can Discuss Music? Yeah, a little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm more so active in Uncle Adam's original posting, although I do, I do not admin that group. I just am I'm a huge Uncle Adam's fan. What would you say was your biggest inspiration for uh, getting active in the Facebook meme community? Um, so how I became admin of the meme page of Implying Music is Good is kind of a weird thing. Like, uh, so, like, there, like, there was one admin left at the time. Really? And this is before I was admin. So he, like, posted in Implying We Can Discuss Music. It's like the 20th person to comment gets a funny meme. And about, like, two hours after you posted that, I was, like, the 40th comment. And I was like, what's up? I commented that. And then he just made me admin randomly. So <laughs> uh, I'm glad that I got it because I feel like I'm, I'm like one of the most responsible. I, I feel like I'm utilizing it as much as I can. I'm trying to make like this TV show or like this web show that I'm hoping to get picked up eventually on local TV called Wampow Music Reviews. I finished recording footage for that like right before uh, this yeah. podcast. And you're from the uh, Boston area? Yeah, I'm from Boston. I've been in Kansas my whole life, so it's oh, we're in different worlds. Of course, of course. I've lived a ton of places. I was born in California. Really? And I, and I lived in Iowa for five years, and I also lived in Missouri for five years. And I've lived in Massachusetts for like six years. I've moved around a lot, but tell me, tell me more about Kansas. Uh, I mean, it's a conservative tax experiment, so... That's probably the best part. <laughs> so we've slashed all of our income taxes... But we've really raised the sales tax. And the withholding tax. <laughs> Capitalism is winning currently in Kansas. Uh, no, we're kind of, like, economically the laughingstock of our country, so... <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of online friends. Uh, one of them is from California, and he's constantly telling me how bad Kansas is, like I don't already know. Basically, we shifted the entirety of our tax burden onto the poor, and now our state is wondering why it's broke. I mean, our minimum wage is seven twenty-five, so... Money is a problem in Kansas. Too much or too little? Yes. <laughs> Depends on which class we're talking about. Oh, yes. The complexities of politics. We're in a caste system here? Question, are you a Koch brother? No, then the problem is not enough money. True. What would you say are uh, some of the most inspirational musical artists to you? I'd probably have to go with uh, Zach Hill. I mean, like that's kind of an obvious one, based on how many Death Grips mashups I make. I feel like... Death Grips aren't necessarily an inspiration for me. I feel like just everything Zach Hill does, more so the ILYs, my favorite band of all time. I feel like not a lot of people really understand that band and why it exists. I feel like I really do, and I, I feel like they'd be way more popular in the Death Grips if more people kind of got them the way that I do. I also like Frank Zappa and the Avalanches and Nilsa Sariga. Nilsa Sariga lives, like, right down the street from me. It's crazy. He lives, like, in Cambridge. Really? Yeah, yeah, he lives, like, he's pretty local. Not that many people know he lives near Boston. I've never met him before, I just know where he lives, which is kind of an odd, an odd bit of knowledge. <laughs> no, it's but, okay. Yeah. It's okay, all of us have, like, stalked enough people to know where they live and just never talked to them, it's okay. It's a normal yeah. thing. I should probably hide my current town on Facebook so people don't, you know, find out where I live specifically and, like, come to my house or something. It's okay, I'll come to your house. 
Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll leave it up for a short time. <laughs> I mean, I've already looked at it, so... Yeah, no, I'm understandable. <laughs> I'm not, not worried about it for now. I, I'm not as creepy as I sound, I swear. <laughs> it's the age of shit posting. everyone's allowed to be creepy. I suppose so. I'm definitely uh, really creepy in this new Wham Pow episode I've been working on. Who are uh, some of your favorite guitarists? You see, I, I want a very pretentious meme page about music. <laughs> and although that's the case, I might have to say that I'm not in any way... Like, I, I am pretentious in some ways, it's like, like this facade, but uh, I'm not really too knowledgeable on specific musicians in terms of, like, I, I wouldn't be able to tell you my favorite drummer besides Zach Hill. It's kind of a sad, ironic bit of fact. Are you a fan of Buckethead? Buckethead. I'll look him up right now. Buckethead. <laughs> he, he has a kill switch Buckethead. installed in his guitar. I love his ginger hair. Really? He's very tall. Yes, he is. I want to listen to Buckethead. What genres? Like, what, what genre are they? Progressive, a bit. I don't really know how to describe Buckethead. What would you say, Ryan? I almost want to say, like, avant-garde metal. Yeah, a bit. That's dope. I, I see that, like, they like wearing this KFC bucket. Yes. I wonder if that was the original bucket, or if they keep changing the bucket. I'd say they probably change it. Hmm. <laughs> probably change it, yeah. That'd be a I really mean, gross sure bucket. They've been around, but it, it would he's, be pretty gross. He's been making music since the 90s. Oh, he was in Guns N' Roses. Was he? Briefly, yes. Yeah, huh. yeah got from 2000 to 2004. That's dope, I guess. I think Axl Rose just saw him and was like, that's Slash Hair, put him in the band. Oof. You right. <laughs> so, a meme that you posted on your page the other day, I can't even remember what it was. I mean, look, I, I barely remember. I just, like, I post something, and then it, if it doesn't get traction, I delete it. Really? Yeah, like... There was uh, one meme that you posted, Smack talking the Red Hot Chili Peppers, which, I like those memes. Mostly because I'm like a Red Hot Chili Peppers super fan and I love what hateful things people can say. Specific memes like criticizing the Red Hot Chili Peppers or just like... Honestly, anything. <laughs> I'm a very simple like, man to please. Was it the Peter Pan meme? Like the one, uh, you can technically be a child forever as yes. long as you keep believing that the Red Hot Chili Peppers were ever a good band. Yeah, that one, yeah. Was, yeah. That one was great. <laughs> I remember I posted that right before my final. Really? Like I was just really freaking out about my final. On top of that, I, I have this panic thing where like, I feel like if, if all of our memes don't get at least a thousand likes, like the page is dying. And so like, you know, it's this weird thing where there's this phenomenon where if you post a meme on this page and if it gets like 10 likes per minute for like 10 minutes, it's going to, it's going to do very well. But it, if that's not the case, I don't, it kind of just drives me crazy. I don't know. It's anxiety. I get it. Yeah, and so I was really anxious before my final, and I'm like, on top of that, I'm like running this meme page, and so I, I post the meme, and then like I take my final, and then like, I was pleasantly surprised after, you know, three hours passed, I, I finished taking the final, and I see like, oh, it's it's doing really well. I only like 50 to 75% of the memes I post on the page. I only keep the ones that do well. That's fair, I mean, it's good sample size. Can't say you're successful if you delete the bad memes. True, true. You know, it's it's a lot like deleting history. That was a huge, huge thing in 1984, that, <laughs> that book. I'm actually curious about hearing more on this. You said it was a TV show you were producing? How did you get that started? So I, I went to do this show, like, last summer, 
but I was in Florida dealing with some family problems, and so I just was not feeling it. And then recently, about like 10 days ago, I saw after using Squat Hair Dye to dye my hair purple, that my hair is like falling out. You know, I've got like, you know, my, my hairline's receding. I'm 22 years old, and my hairline's like going up, up, and up, up. That really freaked me out. And I had kind of a weird crisis, went to a bit of a spiral, and uh, <laughs> decided, okay, I should just stop procrastinating and just do this fucking show. And so now I'm doing the show, and I'm having a really fun time doing it. You know, I, I'm kind of happy that my hair's falling out for that reason. <laughs> yeah. It's a blessing and a curse. I suppose, yes. And I'm using all, like, all original music. My friend Jonah does the theme song. I just took one of his songs from his band, Inconvenience Store. I asked him if I could use it for the theme song, and he said yes. And I'm like, okay, cool. You said that this was, like, a music review show? It's a parody series. It's not actually a review show. So it's making fun of all of the other music review shows. It's like a mixture of Comedy Bang Bang with Scott Ackerman, Anthony Pantano's The Needle Drop, and also a mix of just the comedian Joe Para, if you've seen him. Sounds like it could it's, be it's, a bit of the Weird Al show as well. Weird Al show, if Weird Al didn't know that this was all a joke. It's like, I, I try to make it kind of ignorant. There's a lot of characters. We barely talk about music. You know how you have this bland criticism where, like, you know, I can say something is shit without really backing it up with anything? Yeah. Like, that's, like, kind of the humor with applying music is good. Like, you always yeah. say, oh, oh, yeah, like, Red Hot Chili Peppers are bad. But you never really give a reason. Well, this is kind of a building off that obscure, stupid concept. Putting it in video form, just a bunch of random shit going on all the time. Yeah, like, I hope during the school year I'm going to rent out the studio. And I'm going to, like, hopefully get my friend John to be a Calchichesta kind of character. Right now, I have several characters going on. He, like, he was supposed to be here before, but he lives so far away, it's impossible to. So once school starts, we're going to have this show along with another show uh, that, we're, that like John's doing that I'm going to help him out with. What are you majoring in in college? I'm, I'm majoring in marketing. I, I was okay. an accounting major, but that really, like, it was not a good fit at all. I switched it to marketing a month ago. I've actually been considering going back to college for marketing. Oh yeah? Like, uh, did you... Wait, so what did you major in during college? Uh, so I got an associate's in liberal studies. Basically, I just had enough credits for a degree, so I graduated so I didn't drop out first. Well, no, like, that's awesome. I wish I could do something like that. Like, honestly, I wish I could do, like, Calm arts or something, mm -hmm. but unfortunately, I'm so late in the game to the point where I can't change my major to anything not business related. I'm going to be a senior next year. I originally went to college for forensic chemical science, so life That's is cool. weird, man. So, do you make any music yourself? I'm working on an album as well. That's kind of like this show is kind of a part of that. I'm, I'm using the same character, Frankie Wilson, to make this album. It's parody off of Nilsus Riga's mouth sounds it's called shout sounds and it's filled with a bunch of meme songs involving death grips and also a couple other artists i've featured cool ad from das racist you know the uh the i'm at the pizza hut i'm at the taco bell i'm at the combination pizza hut and taco bell guy i've got him on the album he does an original verse on, on one of the mashups i've also got a couple of youtubers and i also do some vocals here and there. So I'm really excited to release this, hopefully in August. 
I also asked some of my friends if they had any questions for you, and a question that I need to ask is, what is the best hip-hop album of the 90s? Ooh, let me go into my iTunes. I have my iTunes organized by release date, which is really cool. It took me, like, an afternoon once. Oh, man, I feel like I might have kind of a shitty answer for this one. I can tell you my favorite hip-hop album of the 2000s, if okay. you want. Sure, Maybe not the 90s. I like the album uh, Beauty and the Beat by Edam. I feel like that's one of the best hip-hop albums of the of the 2000s. It, it came out in 2005. Man. And it's a very plunderphonic album. It's a lot like um, Avalanche's Wildflower, which is why I like it so much. You say you don't know a lot about music, but you're just naming off a lot of things that I've never heard of. But I feel like... Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yes. I mean, that's only because I have my iTunes ran better than you know, the uh, the album that actually got me interested in hip-hop came out in 2005 as well, and that is Demon Days by the Gorillaz. Oh, wow, how could I forget? Yes, I love Gorillaz. Uh, I have a Gorillaz mashup album now. Ooh, Gorillaz is just blur for weeaboos. Wait, what? I'm sorry? It's a meme I saw, like, a year ago. It said Gorillaz <laughs> is just blur for weeaboos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like I shared that from that Radiohead page. Mm-hmm. Tamara's gonna catch hands. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they both have David Albert in them. Okay. That doesn't make them the same thing. You can't prove that. <laughs> like, I'm wearing an at the drive in shirt right now. I could oh, e- just I could just easily claim that I'm wearing a Mars Volta shirt. And I'll just get slapped just as hard. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, the newest at the drive-in record I felt sounded very Mars Volta-y. Oh yeah, it did. Still got Francis the Mute as one of my favorite CDs I own, though. So Francis the Mute is so good. I like to play Francis the Mute while I'm cleaning my apartment. So I know that you're a big Death Grips fan, and I am as well. How pumped are you for Year of the Snitch? So once uh, Streaky came out, much like everyone else, I was pretty underwhelmed. But I, I feel like... Black Paint kind of saved it. Yeah, I and I feel like I feel like as much as I love Death Grips, I feel like Year of the Snitch will, will also kind of be a letdown in that I feel like Bodyguard by the ILYs was kind of a letdown because it was kind of like noisier in some ways. It was kind of just like more so dull, and I feel like this album is going to be like texturally like more dull as well a little bit. I'm really excited to hear like the song that has uh, the Shrek director in it. Yeah, Andrew but, Adamson. I'm I'm yeah. actually really excited for that as well. It's um, so funny, so someone on Snapchat, so someone on Snapchat, like, like my friend Spike from New Zealand, he leaked the photos of Andrew Adamson with Death Grips, before, like, Death Grips even announced that yeah. um, they were working with them. I actually love New Zealand, and that makes me even happier. Yeah, like, Andrew Adamson's from New Zealand. It was, um, yeah, like, uh, like, like, this kid Spike knows Andrew Adamson's daughter, or, like, son or something, so... Hmm. They like got the pictures that way and just leaked them everywhere. Have you heard of Flight of the Concords? Of course, yeah. Like that actually, that's probably what got me into music. I saw that stuff in like 2009. I actually saw them live in 2016. Man, I, I own the whole show. My roommate actually watched the entire series in one day. I also own the entire series. It's, it's just like two seasons. I wish it was yeah. longer. Like, right? Yeah, yeah. So many good cameos as well. Yeah, a lot of good cameos. You see Brett and Jermaine do a bunch of cameos as well sometimes. Yeah. Like Tim and Eric, I think they did like one cameo or so. They were, kind of they were yeah. also in uh, The Simpsons. 
in the episode Elementary School Musical. They played camp counselors. I think it was like my high school drama teacher introduced me to Flight of the Concords. He and I like listened to a lot of the same stuff. Bloodhound Gang, John LeJoie, weird, awful comedy music. Did you say Bloodhound Gang? Yes. Man, I'm like, I'm trying to cover Bloodhound Gang. Really? I'm trying to cover me- like uh, The Bad Touch. Or really? like an ironic episode of, um, of Wham Pow. Yeah. I'm sorry, I keep bringing it back to me, unfortunately. No, no, that's that, like, that's what the point that's what is. That's what interviews are for. <laughs> yeah. Oh, true, true, okay. Huge Bloodhound Gang fan, and it's kind of unsettling. I just really find their lyrics to be, like, clever and disturbing. Just particularly, I, I haven't heard anything besides The Bad Touch. I'm actually a little Bloodhound Gang fan, I guess. But the Bad Touch is the equivalent of Creep. You're, so. you're exactly right. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, you know, oh yeah, Bloodhound Gang, I love the bad touch. It's like, oh yeah, Radiohead, I love Creep. Or like Nirvana, Smells Like Teen Spirit, Panic of the Disco, I Write Sins, Not Tragedies. It's just the entry-level song. I get it. I remember you made a playlist for me on Spotify a few months back. One of the songs in that playlist was Why Did They Hide Their Bodies Under My Garage? Yeah, like, I I love girl bands so much. I feel like that was just a ridiculous name. So I was going on some house showings the other day, and so I was just listening to that song while walking around the garage. That's dope. Like, wow, that, like that's the most appropriate place to listen to the song. I wish I had a garage so I could have the same experience. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Like I found like an old beer can just smashed up in the corner, and I'm, I'm like, why did they hide their bodies under my garage? Like the music video for that song is crazy as well. Like it's just some guy like cutting open the, like this dead body. He's like some sort of surgical doctor, like this body's been, like this is his job. And he's eating a sandwich at some point, and eventually like like the dead body gets up and like dances with him. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's a fun music video. It sounds great. Have you um, yeah. seen the music video for Lorn Acid Rain? Um, oh yeah, I, I have. I love that music video. Me too. I actually like, showed it to a friend and he sh- watches it like once a day and I feel very proud of myself. That's the sickest stuff. I probably listen to Wash My Hands Shorty in original, like, five times a day each. I'm talking about original by Uncle Adams. I just love Uncle Adams, unironically, at this point. I listen to him so much. He's probably my favorite rapper. I don't even know who my favorite rapper is, because I only listen to, like, fake white comedy rap, so... I mean, that's basically what Uncle Adams is. Okay. Uncle Adams is the struggling musician. Uh, He's Canadian. He's really not doing too well. He's... Almost three hundred thousand dollars in debt. Jesus Christ! And like that's his thing. Like <laughs> I, I highly recommend Uncle Adam's original posting to to get more involved with Uncle Adam's in his in his terrible life. I yes. I might check out some of his music, but like see, like I love all this awful like comedy rap, and then people are like, "Why don't you listen to Little Dicky?" Because he's actually trying to be good. Well, oh, man, Little Dicky is not funny at all. Wait, so what comedy rap do you like? Okay, so. Lonely Island, Bloodhound Gang, Flight of the Concords, John LeJoie. He was actually on a TV show called The League. With, oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, with uh, Nick Kroll and Mark Duplass. Well, Mark Duplass is one of my favorite actors of all time. Me too. I mentioned them on either Snapchat or like a live stream, and someone was like, yeah, dude, Creep is a fantastic movie. And I'm like, yeah. 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 I, I watched it like... Creep? I watched Creep 2, like, a day ago. Like, I watched it yesterday. Creep 2 is better than Creep 1, in my opinion. I feel like 
Creep 1 is like the classic, like they really established everything really well. And I feel like Creep 2 is Great only follow-up. slightly worse. It's only slightly worse in that they like cut two different montages and stuff. It, it's not as believable, but it is otherwise better. Have you seen Kung Fury? Um, so Kung Fury is basically, it's built to be good and bad at the same time. It, I love movies like that. Like, I'm pretty sure Hacker Man, like, that whole thing's from Kung, like, yep, Kung yep. Fury. And basically, every line in the movie is the worst pun you've ever heard. Like, there's one, uh, it's not really much of a spoiler, it's just like, it's these two Nazis just talking to each other about how both of their mustaches are bad, and, uh, they're next to a tank, and then suddenly they're like, hey, where'd the tank go? And then Kung Fury just, like, has picked it up, and he just smashes them with it, and he says, tank you. Hi, let us describe scenes from this movie in this purely auditory medium. <laughs> yes. I'm sometimes good with my words. You mentioned that Flight of the Concords got you interested in music? Yep. So did Gorillaz as well. I was just wondering if you could elaborate on that at all. Yeah, sure. I mean, I got I got Father Concords for a Christmas present, you know, seasons one and two, and I thought it was just my aunt shoving their like taste down my throat for like TV shows. But I checked out I checked out the show, and it's like my style of humor. Um, I love Rise Darby now. I feel like he's a fantastic actor. I'm just a huge fan of parody music, and I also like Rilla's, just like the scope of the, of the genres and stuff. I love like inconsistencies. Yep. Well, yeah. like I like, I, mean, like s- I like seeing musicians uh, cover as many genres as they can successfully. And I, I honestly think that Bloodhound Gang does a good uh, job at covering a lot of genres as well. I should probably check out Bloodhound Gang as well. I suggest it, but that's just because I like shoving my shitty taste in music down people's throats. So. <laughs> I mean, once you think about it, everyone kind of has a shitty taste in music. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Oh, I thought we were here to imply music was good. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> music sucks. Wait, don't, didn't you take a picture of like you flipping off like Sergeant Pepper's and it said "fuck music" or something like that? I do that a lot. I feel like uh, Bart Simpson in his class, yeah. and everyone's like. Go ahead, Bart, say the line. Come on, say it, say it. And then I say, music isn't good. And then they all start freaking out. Because, <laughs> like, that's how it is with a lot of people who know me through the page. You know, like, that's how it goes. It's like, as soon as I say music's shit, they just lose it. It's the funniest thing to me. Yeah, I like, you try to, you keep up, like, a Bo Burnham kind of uh, character on online. Oh, thank you. I, I'm not too familiar with Bo Burnham. I, He's from I mean, Boston. <laughs> Boston? That's crazy. I really, I, I kind of live in a small bubble. I don't plan on doing any more live streams because I feel like just the rawness. I feel like I make better content when it's like edited. Yeah. And like, you know, st- stuff like that. Who knows? Maybe my presence will change. I haven't been able to watch any of your live streams because I usually oh. work. But if they're all still like saved on there, I might go back and check them out. No, no, I, I deleted all of them. Because I'm like, I'm, I'm so embarrassed from the live stream. Uh, Fair yeah, enough. It's, it's terrible. I've saved like a couple, but they're useless because you don't have the chat, you know. So they're they're just kind of there. I'm sorry for being wildly like unprepared for this podcast. Because typically like... This you know, is the wildly unprepared podcast. We have We're changing our name to wildly unprepared. 
Just kidding. No, we're still tone deaf. <laughs> we're tone deaf because, you know, music sucks. Um, haha. You said that you moved around a lot. Where was your favorite place to live growing up? I'd say my favorite place to live is Massachusetts, easily. New England is my favorite location of, out of every place I've lived. I've lived, I've lived uh, I was born in California, uh, moved to Utah, moved to Georgia, moved back to Utah. Then, then I moved to Missouri, then I moved to Iowa, then I moved to Massachusetts. You have a little taste of everything. Like You stayed in the Midwest for quite a while, so you understand the struggle. Oh, yeah, yeah. I lived in Iowa for a long time, and also Missouri, and both of those places were awful, especially Iowa. Really? Nothing went on in Iowa. That's what I've heard, that it's just fields and sadness. Yeah, it's honestly just, like, so isolated there. There's, nobody has a personality. It's really depressing. But I feel like most of the, I feel like all of the Midwest can't be like that. Yeah. Des Moines the only good place, along with, you know, Iowa City. If that's if that exists, I can't. <laughs> let me see if Iowa City Im- implying Iowa City exists. <laughs> it, do- it does exist. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, I forgot if it did. Because yeah, Mexico City, but, you know, it just sounds like it would exist. I kind of made that up in hopes it existed, and it does. <laughs> oh, okay. take risks, kids. They pay off. <laughs> Honestly, I say so much dumb shit because people allow me to talk. What is your favorite food? Probably just like a salad. <laughs> I'm kind of a boring person in terms of food. I don't really care for food, even though I, I have it like three times a day. It's like I could easily eat like paste or something three times a day as long as it fills me up. You know, it doesn't have to be nourishing. I understand. Yeah, you get it. Cool. I mean, one time, one of my coworkers, uh, who also lives with me, he uh, brought home a hero sandwich, and it sat on my living room floor for four days. And then I was like, "Hey, is this free? Is this like fair game?" And he's like, "It needs to go in the trash." I was like, "Haha, that's exactly what I call my stomach." Wow. And I survived. We're good. <laughs> I don't treat my body well. Who does? No, like, I have two modes. I'm like, self-care, fuck yeah, and then, haha, I'm gonna eat an entire block of cheese. Do you have anything to plug? No, just, like, just Shout Sounds, my album, just uh, Wham Pow Music Reviews. Alright, everyone, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Tone Deaf on Washburn Radio, KRWU. This has been your host, Tambor. Ryan. And our lovely guest, Frankie. Oh, Frankie. Peace out. Thanks for listening. We usually go until we run out of content. I see. Until it literally becomes a shitpost. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. That's what most of our recordings devolve into, and it's like, okay, this is where I cut.